the Michigan Business Beat, a Michigan business network. Jeff Mosier sitting in for Chris Holman on the road while recording remotely, as we all are tended to do so these days during the stay home, stay safe orders in effect here in Michigan. And all this time around, reaching out over the phone lines to the Lansing area and Don S. Opal, JD, PhD, a director of research and strategic initiatives for the Food Bank Council of Michigan. Welcome to the Michigan Business Beat, Dr. Opal. Thank you so much for having me. Excellent, excellent. And Dawn, the reason we were reaching out to you is that we understand that with unemployment projections indicating food banks will remain vital well into 2022 at levels higher than they had been pre-COVID crisis, we wanted to get the Food Bank Council of Michigan's perspective on this issue. So you can go into perhaps uh, looking at uh, the Food Bank Council projections at this time. So obviously, we have been working to meet the unprecedented need for emergency food assistance during COVID-19. And recently, several studies have been released to give us some kind of modeling to indicate what the estimates look like for emergency food over the next several years. And as we're looking at Michigan's unemployment numbers, we've had the benefit of reading the research seminar in quantitative economics at the University of Michigan released a report on Michigan's economic outlook for 2020 to 2022. And so what we did was take our estimates for food insecurity that were provided to us by our umbrella organization, Feeding America, and plug them into the U of M modeling for the next two years. And what that really looks like is that we're going to have additional food insecure folks really coming to us through 2022. So for what we're seeing right now is that uh, at the end of second quarter 2020, we're at about 18.8% food insecurity, which means that we're serving about 40% more people than we were before COVID-19 in March and before the stay-at-home order. And that will that will begin to deep decline over the next couple of years, but we're still seeing that we'll have have an additional 300,000 or so food insecure people coming to our network in 2021 and likely another additional 100,000. And that really matches in 2022. And that really matches where unemployment, what the modeling for unemployment is going to look like and the way that unemployment will affect other food insecurity indicators in Michigan. And would I be right in to anticipate that a blend of the school closures, the job losses, and the senior quarantine have significant increase that demand for emergency food assistance? Absolutely. So we're looking at all of those sectors and and taking a look at how the end of the stay-at-home order will affect food insecurity and particularly, I think you're right, seniors quarantined. It has been very difficult and we've been working very closely with with senior services and many other agencies to provide home-delivered food and work on the transportation issues that exist for seniors to get food during the stay-at-home order. But you're absolutely right. Children and families have been affected by the school closures as well as the uh, unemployment statistics that, that, that we all have, have read about and experienced ourselves in Michigan. All right. And with the pre-COVID food insecurity rate at 13.6, and as you mentioned, expected to peak around 18.8%, what is the infrastructure across Michigan doing in coordination with your Food Bank Council of Michigan to meet these needs? Yes, well, we've worked very closely with both the state of Michigan in many ways that have been really helpful to increase 
our food supply to meet the demand. So we've worked both with the National Guard has helped us pack and sort food to get it out during COVID-19. We've also had assistance from the state emergency management to procure food that has been disrupted by the food supply chain interruptions that we had during COVID-19. We've seen a rapid increase in partnerships with other agencies across Michigan to assist us in building infrastructure to get food out. Uh, But even within our food bank network, we've really increased the number of mobile food distributions that our seven Feeding America food banks are are putting on in order to meet this increased demand. So so much more direct-to-client mobile distribution of food coming out of those warehouses. All right. And my last question would be, this is an audience of uh, business people across the state of Michigan. How might they be able to assist the Food Bank Council of Michigan at this time? Sure. And we've had fantastic support from the business community. I can think of several, such as the Consumers Energy Foundation um, has done a lot in terms of a philanthropic assistance. So there are definite philanthropic needs that, that foundations and um, and business partners can look to see how they might assist our, uh, our food bank council and the seven food banks across Michigan. And then also certainly um, as uh, people return to work and we start to think about uh, many Michigan businesses have uh, have volunteered with our food banks um, and served in other ways with transportation, uh, vehicles, you name it. Uh, the Michigan business community has really stood strong for us, and so we look forward to continued partnership. All right. Well, Dr. Opal, thank you so much for spending some time with the Michigan Business Beat today. Well, thank you so much for having me, and have a wonderful day. Indeed. And we've just spoken with Don S. Opal, J.D., Ph.D. She's the Director of Research and Strategic Initiatives of the Food Bank Council of Michigan, based out of Lansing, but serving statewide. And we'll be back with more on the Michigan Business Beat on Michigan Business Network.